This is the Grom Report, brought to you by GoPro, here on the Verb Pod Network. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grom Report. I'm your host, Brad Gebhardt from Verb Moto, and this podcast is brought to you by GoPro and the GoPro Grom Quest. What you want to do is go get yourself a GoPro, film your Grom, maybe it's yourself. As long as the subject matter is an individual under the age of 18, you can submit that to the Grom Quest, and then you can potentially win some incredible prizes and become part of the GoPro team. We will put the link to the the GoPro Grom Quest in the description for this podcast. So we've done all the hard work for you. All you got to do is grab your GoPro, go make some cool content and go win some awesome prizes. With me on the line, a guy that I'm really excited to chat, chit chat with. It is the 58 in your program, likely number one in your hearts, especially if you're an announcer like me, because when he's out front, it's pine time. And this kid is absolutely flying. He just got out of, uh, out of school and he wants to do a podcast with me really quickly. So he can probably go out and spin some laps. Darren Pine, welcome to the Verb Moto Grom Report. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for making some time for us, my friend. You are, uh, obviously you're, you're always jet setting around. You're all the way up in Chicago. You're at Loretta Lynn's. You're, you're most likely probably going to head off to Ponca City in just a few weeks time. Um, take me, like, take, before we get to this year and how, the awesome things that have been going on, how did you get into the sport in the first place? Uh, my dad just kind of put me on a bike. I started riding around the house and yeah, we just started learning. Awesome, dude. Awesome. That, that's how pretty much everybody starts, myself included. Dad gets you a bike and uh, just gets straight into it. Did your dad race as well? Uh, No, he never rode. Yeah, he never had a bike. Oh, okay. So right off the hop, you're already faster than him. And yeah. even if he picked it up today, I don't think uh, he'd be able to catch you. Uh, So whereabouts are you, whereabouts are you located, my friend? Uh, Montgomery, Texas. Montgomery, Texas, probably better known to turn out a lot of football players, but you know what? Some motocross races as well. Uh, what what kind of tracks do you have locally to uh, at your disposal to train at? Uh, just like Three Palms, TTMX, uh, and Rio Bravo, and Iron Dog. Iron Dog, well, of which one? Like, which one is your favorite one to do your training at? Oh, TTMX for sure. Yeah, it's the roughest. It get, gets a lot of ruts. It's a lot of ruts. That way you can really put that, uh, um, that bike through its paces. You're on the, you're on the gas gas, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How, how, how long have you been part of that program? Uh, about two years, I think a year. Oh, man, that's super cool. Coming up through the ranks. We saw you, uh, having some really good, uh, like awesome success at Freestone earlier this year. And then you sort of rode that wave all the way through the the, so the spring nationals. And that culminated uh, with some great rides, some good performances at Loretta Lynn's this year. It was my first time at Loretta Lynn's. It was clearly not your first time there because you looked like pretty comfy in the friendly confines of Hurricane Mills, put in some good rides, some good starts as well. Uh, wh- where'd you learn how to uh, to pull hole shots like that? Uh, me and my dad, we just always work on them whenever we go to the track. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's awesome, dude. And so you're on the 85 uh, class for for that, but shortly thereafter, uh, we saw you in a super mini at the SMX round in Chicago. Um, like, obviously, like you're you're I wouldn't say you're brand new to super minis. You've probably been on them for a little bit of time, but uh, definitely a step up for you. What was that like, and how long have you been on the super mini? 
Uh, yeah, it was really cool. It was a good experience. Uh, yeah, it was a gnarly track. It was fun. Uh, I've been riding a super mini. Like, I rode them in spring nationals, and then we stopped because we were riding 85s for Loretta's. But then after Loretta's, we built a super mini and started riding that. There you go. So how, how many bikes do we currently have in the garage right now? Is it just basically like tip to tail, 58 number plates? Your, your parents' cars can't even fit in there? Yeah, they can. It's it's uh, four of my bikes and then two of my brothers. Okay, so you, do you have a younger brother that races as well? Uh, I have an older brother, yes, sir. Okay, fair enough. So uh, when, when you, like, your brother probably got into racing a little bit earlier than you did. Have you been chasing him around the whole time? Uh, yeah, he kind of chases me around, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that dynamic can switch. Uh, like the Lawrence brothers, the younger brother so, yeah. does seem to figure it out, figure it out sometimes, uh, especially when you got that uh, extra incentive. You want to beat your older brother, obviously. Um, yeah. so you're down in, in Montgomery, Texas, uh, racing, like, like we're doing this in the afternoon because you actually go to public school, which is different from a lot of your competitors. They do homeschooling. Um, what sort of challenges as well as what kind of benefits do you find about being able to go to school full time, sort of focus on that. And then when it's time for dirt bikes, it's all dirt bikes all the time. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's challenging because you don't get to ride as much really. You don't really have time to like work out or do much, but then like benefits, you kind of like you're, you're on a schedule, you know, you work more. It's not just like 10 to two and then you go just like hang out. So Certainly. Like, I, I think for a guy like yourself, if you're not able to ride as much as maybe you'd like to, then on the moments that you are able to get on the motorcycle, you're that much more excited to get on the bike. You're that much more excited to sort of uh, make the most out of every riding session. And uh, yeah, just go put in the work. And uh, like, I, I, I got to imagine now that we're into a full blown fall, um, aside from probably checking out some, some maybe some high school football or college football or even pro football uh, down in the beautiful state of Texas, uh, some cooler temperatures to go do some riding in the evenings where uh, normally like throughout the summertime, it's just crazy hot, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it gets really hot, but now it's starting to cool off now. It's still it's still pretty hot. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Did you, have you done any other sports aside from moto or is, or is it just like you're, you're a one sport kind of guy? Uh, I started on motor, on motocross. I played a little bit of t-ball and then I started getting faster on the dirt bike. So we kind of started riding. Okay. I'm not too sure if you're, if you're familiar, but RJ Hampshire, he threw, uh, he was a pitcher in high school. Like that, he was a multi-sport athlete right there. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I hope uh, I can be like him. No doubt, no doubt. Well, he's certainly he's going to be uh, representing the United States at uh, Motocross as Nations in uh, about two weeks' time. Um, who do you look look up to when it comes to pro racing? Uh, you're obviously on the gas gas, uh, but you could be looking up to just about anybody. It might be even that number eighteen machine. Yeah, I like I really like Eli Tomac and uh, Ricky Carmichael too. Yeah, they're my they're my favorite. Hopefully, I can be better than them one day. So, oh wow! Better, yeah. better than RC and ET. That would be pretty cool. I actually got a picture yeah. of uh, Carmichael yeah. right over my shoulder there. Uh, those at home can't see that, but this is an audio podcast. But either way, um, you had an opportunity to to ride SMX, uh, jump some of those jumps. Uh, I got to imagine that during like during track walk and even practice, uh, my like the the anxiety level might be a little higher on a racetrack like that than it would be at three palms or one of your local tracks yeah the jumps they were gnarly like the doubles like 
looking looking at the track and track walk, it wasn't as bad. But like once you got in practice, the faces they were so soft, like they just didn't give you like as much lift as you thought. Certainly, I heard uh, down through the grapevine that the track was actually constructed out of basically the dirt from the infield, so they didn't actually like truck in any dirt. That was just the the basically the the comp the the, the dirt that you find at the track there, uh, which it was super saturated. So I wouldn't not surprise it was pretty wet. Um, jumping some of those jumps, like those faces are a lot steeper than what you'd find on a regular uh, motocross track. Um, any changes to the suspension that you'd made prior to, or did you go out there for, for practice and be like, oh, I need this thing to be way stiffer, or did you just run it? Uh, no, we just ran it. I mean, we made a couple changes in practice that were a lot better, but um, yeah, that's about it. Fair enough, man. Uh, what about the number 58 machine? Like you're, you're, you're number 58 pretty much everywhere I see it, even at Loretta's, uh, clearly a number that means a little something to you. Is it just like a number that you, you grab when you're really young and you stick with it or does it have another significance? Uh, yeah, I started as 508, but then, uh, it's actually my birthday, May, May 8th. So you're not the first to tell me that actually. And if I'm not mistaken, that is also, uh, um, Adam Entiknap, the seven deuce deuce. Oh, yeah. uh, I believe his birthday, seventh month. I believe that is June, and he's twenty second. So yeah, seven twenty two. Oh, yeah. Also yeah. happens to be his two favorite riders smushed into one, JS seven and Chad oh. Reed. So a little bit of a double meaning there. So you're on the super mini now. Uh, I imagine that's probably going to be your bike of choice moving forward. Uh, yeah, we don't really know yet, but uh, we might run the eighty five next year just for riders and some okay. of the national. Because you're, yeah. you're, you're actually quite young. You're, are you 13? Yes, sir, 13. Okay, yeah, so you can stay on that thing a little bit longer. Uh, obviously, when you're a little bit older on the 85, you can really throw it around. Uh, and you're still pretty small in general as far as uh, your development. So uh, not surprising you'll be able to stay on that. But, um, yeah, 13, we, we tend to do a little bit of growing. So, uh, like, this time next year, you might be uh, standing almost maybe even a foot taller than you currently are. That's kind of wild to think of, but, um, like you racing, uh, down in Texas, you're enjoying yourself. What do you work on on a regular basis? What are some bad habits that you have that you try and get rid of? Uh, what's something your dad's giving you a hard time about all the time? Yeah. Just like the pausing in the corners and then my sweepers, like the keeping them, keeping the momentum up in the sweepers. That's something he always, uh, he always tells me on the track. Fair enough. Got to keep that momentum up, especially on that two stroke. Um, and if like, I imagine that even when you're out practicing, if it's muddy, you're, you're going out anyway, because it might be muddy at Loretta's like it was this year that threw a total wrench into things as much as I like, it's kind of a rite of passage to have a mud moto at Loretta's just because of, uh, like how his, like historically that track has always had a lot of mud races, but three days in a row was a little bit much. Don't you think? Yeah, it was gnarly. Like, it was just like we were sitting under the camper and it was just, it kept raining like all night, all day. It was, it was wild. What did you busy yourself with, man? Like, that's, that's a lot of time to be passing. Like, otherwise you probably would have been out on the pitster or, uh, driving the, the golf cart around. Like, were you just hanging out and like just having some, some long conversations with your parents about the future and whatnot? Or what were you up to? Yeah, we were parked next to the TTMX truck. So we would, uh, we'd hang out with them. We made some good breakfast. Yeah, we just kind of sat around and chilled. Just slow roasting it away, man. Uh, so what uh, what events are on your immediate schedule coming up? Um, and uh, yeah, what, what are we where are we going to see you uh, showing out next? Uh, Palka and Minios. 
Bonka and Minios, yes, sir. Bonka and Minios. That is awesome, dude. Both those events are unbelievable. Uh, those are basically your hallmark of, of amateur moto. Um, last question I have for you. This is, of course, the GoPro Grom report. Uh, and we want people to go check out the Grom Quest. We're looking for some people that are making some cool content. You would certainly qualify. Do you have a GoPro? Do you ever use it to sort of like film some of your own riding so you can see what you're doing out there? I used to a long time ago, but uh, I don't think I have a GoPro around anywhere. Fair enough. Well, I think you're going to have to get on that train again, man. Like uh, yeah. po- posting some of those uh, that riding footage, get some uh, get some more likes on the gram. Uh, for those who aren't already following you on social media, where can they uh, where can they find you and, and follow along with your story? Uh, yeah, Instagram Darren Pond fifty eight, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Or that is it. And is it, my friend? Well, like, if, like I said, if they're not already following, they need to by the end of this podcast. Go check out this young man. Uh, Darren, I know you've got a ton of great sponsors, people who back you 110%. Give those sponsors some love for me, and then I'll let you get on with the rest of your day. Yeah, my mom, my dad, T2MX, Van Martin, Beast Moto Lab, Brandon from Beast Moto Lab, John Mitchell, John from John, or yeah, John Mitchell, JM Racing, uh, Troy the Designs, Mika Metals, Blazing Gun Dogs, 100%, uh, HB Motico, uh, Advanced Plumbing and Mechanical, uh, Mika Metals, and anybody else, thank you. Perfect. Uh, get, a, uh, get some double love for Mika Metals in there. He's looking over at Dad yeah. to make sure he doesn't forget nothing. Darren Pine here on the Verb Moto broadcast, the Grom Quest, uh, Grom Report. Thank you so much for making some time today, man. Really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. And off he goes. That is Darren Pine time, the 58-year program. Unbelievable interview with that young man. He's going places, and he's going places in a hurry, especially when he's on a dirt bike. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Grom Report and reminding you to enter the Grom Quest. That is a GoPro contest where if you enter some awesome footage of you using your GoPro and your Grom. That's somebody under the age of 18. You can enter the Grom Quest and you can possibly win some awesome prizes and be a part of the GoPro team. Thanks again for listening to this episode. We'll see you at the next one.